Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. So we, we've talked about some of the good things that you've done. Now <laughs> the question is, if you could go back, you know, 30 plus years in it, what are some things that you wish you would have maybe uh, learned uh, or, or done um, at a, when you were starting out? We've talked about tonight shooting. I, I wish yeah. we would spend more time shooting. You know, when I grew up and you grew up shooting, we did it because we loved it. We did it on our own. When I first started, I thought, yeah, our players will shoot after practice. They'll hang out after practice and shoot like we did. No. no it's not happening. And so I would have spent more time shooting, doing what we do now. If I'd have had the files that I have or the games that we have or the con competitions that, that, I've, that I've stolen, we would have been a whole lot better. I mean, I, I really feel like Wes and I, I mean, we just, we just stumbled upon mm -hmm. a, a style of play and a way of thinking that was foreign to both of us because, you know, he would tell you right now, like, he never played this way and never coached this nope. way to, as far as a free-flowing offense where guys are free to take the first mm -hmm. open one that they get. They don't have to, uh, you know uh, – Hoosiers pass the ball five times before a shot. You know, they just don't have to do that. And, but, but, and, and I never play. I mean, Coach T, I love Tommy Thomas. And, mm -hmm. and he taught me so much about the game. And he let us play because we had two NBA players coming up behind <laughs> me. And, you know, and me and my couple of seniors, we weren't bad. So, but, but we didn't, we didn't spend time in practice doing that. So, but I look back at like the, how lucky Wes and I were to have a bad year grinding and scouting and trying to pack line it up yep. and 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 then with a group that we inherited i mean the, some of those mckinney guys are listening and they know who they are that uh we went from being walk it up and average 40 game, points a game to open it up get up to 68 points a game let dribble drive motion but i mean what what one thing i would change is do that earlier Yes. And, and think if you and I would have been on teams in high school <laughs> that played that way. Yes. I mean, you were already darn good. And you're, if anybody doesn't know your player resume, like I'll make sure in the bio, I put that in. <laughs> uh, but man, I mean, it's just so different now. Let's keep going. I'm sorry. Well, I remember we were playing at West when, I don't know if you were there with West at that point, but I remember we were in the same district. I mean, you're grinding it out. You're playing. Indiana Bob Knight motion offense and which is great love the concepts but it is great you're right yeah. and you know you, you remember I don't know if you were around but I know you you dabbled with some with Grinnell I mean you know one year one year playing a West maybe it was a midlife crisis but we did it we did it for about yes, six seven eight games loved it oh about it and then there was there was mutiny it was yeah. the better players weren't playing as much time. They didn't get as much time on the time, though, but possessions stats were better. Their stats yes. were better. They were scoring more. They were rebounding more, but it was, it was that concept of God, the guy, 12 and 13 men. Are playing it's the shifts, man. It's the shifts that high school yeah. players just can't wrap their head around. I'm so glad you brought that up. I, I wasn't going to, <laughs> but yeah, I, I am. 
like you, I'm a lover of the system. Yes. And I saw it's intrigued. Okay, I coach. I've never done crack. Like I've never done it. <laughs> I would imagine it's like like once you do it, how do you go back to you know? Like, that's a, I'll it. edit that out. Uh, no, but it, it's, no, we, we but, had a. I, I remember we we had some. I guess mutiny is the best way to describe it. And this was mid season, and we had a come to Jesus meeting, and we went back. I said, okay, it's your choice. And yeah. It had to be majority though. We're all in, or even if one's not, we're going back. And we went back to the normal way of playing. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but I loved it. Maybe after I retire, maybe you can hire me. We'll 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 do Grinnell. I, I, mean, oh, I went, we went to a clinic in Florida with Coach Arsenault was there and oh. the other guys that ran. It, I loved it. Coach, my my. <laughs> Wrong place, wrong time. My my wife wrong is, place, is wrong time. my wife is back behind me, <laughs> and I, I have she was with me in those times when I when I went to the system at, at yeah. Faith Coach. Yeah. I did I did a parent meeting at the beginning of the year to get everybody excited, yeah. um, uh, and then the the I guess what was the hardest thing was seeing the pure joy mm. and fun that the kids were able to yeah. have. Uh, it is a, a huge shift in your thinking. Like when Arsenault says, I'd rather get scored on quickly <laughs> than get a stop playing good defense for 30 seconds. Like that'll blow your mind. But he's right in that style of play. And when you can get there to where you don't mind how they're scoring, but you're all about how quickly you can go down there. I mean, we won 114 to 103 in a regulation of a, of a high school game with no shot clock against two teams that don't have just superior athletes. But all players had a great time. I saw teammates that normally wouldn't come off the floor on the bench Mm -hmm. cheering for dudes that normally wouldn't play, hitting threes. We shot 63s in a game one time. (laughs) Like, it was just – it was just chaos. Football guys came in. Culture changed. Mm. And – I had, we had to scrap it. You got to be all in. If you're and not it, all in, it's not going to work. Yep. Here's but, what we're going to do. I heard, <laughs> I can't remember which, I've listened to too many Jamoti podcasts, but on one of them, they interviewed you at the end. They gave you the questions. Who was that? Which coach was that? Oh, wow. Yeah. That um, wasn't Dave Love, was it? Was it the? Yes, it was Dave Love, the shooting coach. Yeah. Well, he yeah. interviewed you and you said yeah. place you'd want to go and you said, to a Grinnell. Yes. When you go, please, I want to go with you. I, I want to I want to watch that too. I, I I love so many and I respect him for doing what he did. He, he's one of the few geniuses the and yes. pioneers of the game. Because we're all pretty much like Vance Wahlberg is probably on that mountain. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, and I'm learning about some other guys too that uh. have are changing in the game in some ways, and maybe I've been doing it but not necessarily out in the open, you know, but he, he is one of those guys. And I, I had him on, I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to his episode. Dave Arsenal? Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, I had yeah. him on. Sure. And, and, yeah. and, and, but again, Jana's back there. Cause there's just times <laughs> in it at, in my office at school, like, you know, right back here. So I, yeah. I have all of his books, uh, the road to one thirty eight about, cause the road to one thirty eight really deep. It, it details the start of why he did it, all the uh-huh. teams that he uh-huh. had do it up to Jack uh-huh. Taylor who scored uh-huh. the 138. But 
I can't look at them. I can't read them because there's a part of me that longs to go back there. And I've told Matt Garnett that, like, about him and I. But there is the sweet spot, I think, of the D3 level where athleticism is pretty much the same across the board. You're getting the same kids, but they are going there knowing what they're in for. And like he said in one of his interviews, he's like, guys, listen, people paid money to come watch you play. Let's put on a show. A show. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and then George Barber, don't get me started. George Barber at Greenville has a sign in his locker room that says devalue winning. So freedom can flourish. Mm-hmm. I asked my AD, who's a great guy, coach, can I put that in our locker room? He said, <laughs> absolutely not. So <laughs> I won't go back. I can't. Jana, I won't go back. Uh, that'll be in our future. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll open a private school, a charter school, and we'll, we'll run you now. Oh, I, tell you, I, did, I had a parent tell me one time that it, style of play wouldn't translate to, for colleges because he wanted his apparently at the time his kid's son wanted to play and I mean I get it like not many colleges are going to play that way but the skill work mm. and the making plays and and playing full mm. speed and taking chances and guarding and and doing all these things yeah. one these days like it's a lot more about select ball anyway that mm-hmm. style of play is going to get you ready to play anywhere in any style but just the sheer numbers like when you've got multiple dudes averaging 15 or more and you're hitting 423 threes in a year like it doesn't hurt but anyway coach that (laughs) could be we'll do a podcast on that one time oh our experiences with with grinnell system yeah yeah i love it i do (laughs) i I just can't go back um what a, a few other things that you would maybe do differently maybe one more and if the answer is really, I, I, I don't have regrets because. No, no. I mean, I, I could name a ton of, <laughs> I could, I've got a list. We always have regrets. I think one, one of them I was thinking of is not trying to be great at everything. I mean, when I first started, I mean, Roy Williams, I, I grew up in Kansas. We go to his clinics and yeah. go watch him practice. I wanted to, man, I wanted to run the secondary break. I wanted the back screen, you know, lob. And I wanted to run their their motion offense. I wanted to run their matchup zone, their man-to-man. We were bad at everything. Try When you try to be great at everything, you're going to be bad at everything. So I would focus more on one or two things, and let's be good at those. I love that. With you, Grapevine, you're known. You, you're shooters. When you play, you play Argyle, they're going to D you up. They're yep. going to be patient. They're going to be methodical. But they work on that. If you play Carter – and play Coach Love, they're going to take a charge in warm-ups. They're going to take a charge every time you go to the one. So it, every team, and I'm learning this too, every team that's good at something, they they work at it. Yeah. I mean, you guys are great shooters because you work at it. Other teams are good at rebounding. They work at it. You said it before, Tom Izzo. I mean, they're they're tough. They're, they're rebounders. They're defenders. They're tough. But – try not to be good rated at everything. Yeah. You can't. You can't Because you it. do have to choose. Like, yes. and you kind of mentioned it with mediocre. Like, I, I think I think you want to have a program, have a team that does know what they hang their hat on, and and mm. and and it, uh, wow, this is a crazy. It goes back to I mean, my very first skills coach, which this is the first time I've ever thought of of having him on. 
Coach John. Mm. I mean, Coach, this is great. Coach John uh, in Pennsylvania in the Pocono Mountains was my first skill coach. Uh, and in fourth, fifth, sixth grade, I, I mean, I credit him. He, he mm. turned me on to Pistol Pete, all yeah. those drills and stuff. But he was, we were writing down goals mm -hmm. and, or things that I wanted to get better at that summer. And, and I said, I want to, you know, Coach, we're doing a lot of offense. I don't know if I'm a very good defender. Can you help me with that? And he paused, he looked at me, and he said, what does, and this was, I mean, dating, a because this is when the Bulls were really big in the mid-90s. Mm -hmm. He's like, mm -hmm. what does Steve Kerr, what is he really good at? Mm. I was like, oh, he's a knockdown shooter. And he's like, you know what? He can also defend, mm -hmm. and he can also handle it, and he can also pass it. but." Mm -hmm he's there because he's a knockdown shooter. And his whole point was, you know, we can work on everything or we can try to get you really, really good at something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that stuck with me. And, and then, you know, starting out in coaching, there's, you just have like all these influences. I want to be like coach Thomas. I want to be like coach Bliss yes. a little bit. I want to have yeah. the energy of Scott, of Scott drew. Yeah. And then along the way you realize I just got to simplify this thing. And so I think that's a great nugget that you gave. Well, and that too, you said, be yourself. I mean, yeah. I'm never going to be accused of being an extroverted rah-rah. Be, be comfortable being yourself, who you are. I mean, I'm the biggest, I'm the biggest introvert there is. And that, for those that are out there that are introverted, you can still be a coach and you can still be effective given your temperament, given your personality. As long as you hire some good assistants that they're the opposite and that's what i love about travis and carter and my my assistants jeff and lee and mark and they have strengths that i don't have i mean they're so good at relationships mm. i mean i'm i'm me if you have the a spectrum and you have i guess task oriented on one end and relationship oriented on the other end i mean i am <laughs> i'm task give me a yeah. list give me something to do Give me, we got to get ready for this team. I'm there. But Travis, you, you know Travis. Yeah. He's awesome. He, he got TABC assistant coach of the year last year. That's awesome. I mean, he's more of the relationships. I mean, we're, we're warming up and he's walking around talking to the players. And I'm, I'm worried about what drill we're getting ready to do. I'm so focused on yeah. what I need to do next. But having that balance and i guess you could say it's like a good marriage yeah my wife is miss extrovert she never met a stranger sanguine lover but i'm i'm opposite it's and that balance and the when you get it together and you put it together it is pretty special and that, that would be the other regret i guess with not building better relationships mm. with my players mm. and again task oriented i can make excuses i mean i i was coached how i was i coached how i was coached and all the coaches that i had including bless our coach bliss i love coach bliss i respect the fire out of him i love playing he, for him too yeah. learned a lot from him but how he coached is different and that doesn't mean it's bad i, I loved him i knew he loved me he didn't have to tell me but players nowadays they need to know mm. and i I assumed that they knew that I cared for them, but a lot of times I didn't communicate that. And I'm better at it now. I'm not great at it, but I'm, that's another growth area for me to keep getting better at letting them know that yeah, I care. I, I don't want to be their buddy. I'm not their friend. I'm, I'm way too old to be the buddy right now. <laughs> I'm, 
there's a balance. You, yeah. know, you want the respect. To me, for, I'd rather have the respect first. And the friendship comes. The friendship comes after they've graduated. After, yeah. But if I did it again, I'd, I'd have better relationships with my players. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.